Hi, I'm Tom Field, Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. I'm talking about DDoS, IoT, and healthcare. It's my pleasure to be speaking with Dave Lewis. He's a global security advocate with Akamai. Dave, thanks so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me. Dave, IoT botnets are a huge issue for organizations in general. But talk about some steps that healthcare organizations in particular can take to protect themselves. Well, one of the problems is that distributed denial of service has been around for about 10 plus years, and it has now gotten far simpler for attackers to launch using platforms assembled from various IoT devices. And the problem here is a lot of these IoT devices, they have time to market issues where the manufacturer actually bypasses security in order to get their devices out to market. And a lot of times they have default credentials or very weak security. And then the attackers leverage this with things like the Mirai botnet where they can add these components to their botnets to attack. And they really don't seem to discriminate against who they attack. Healthcare providers in particular uh, really have to be cognizant of this because you know life and limb are at stake. And so they really have to take these times to protect not only that, but as well as you know, privacy data of their uh, patients. So healthcare providers really have to take steps to better protect themselves against these sort of attacks because they're not going to go away anytime soon. Dave, one of the points you mentioned it being so easy is the default passwords that manufacturers often use. So how do organizations go about, I guess, pressuring the manufacturers to take security more seriously and not rely on those default passwords? Now, I, I'm hesitant to say this sort of thing, but it seems to be the only lever that's available is to find some sort of legislative vehicle that can be used to pressure the manufacturers to do something as simple as having a password change on first login. Programmatically, there's absolutely no reason why when a user opens up their DVR, coffee maker, whatever it happens to be, um, I've even seen uh, wirelessly connected uh, rice cookers, which blew my mind. But there's no reason why that when people open these things and log in for the first time, that it can't force them to change their password. And the problem that we see too often is that thousands upon thousands of these devices do not do that. So as a result, we see problems like Mirai botnet. So really, the pressure has to be applied either with vote, people voting with their dollars or some sort of legislative vehicle to help pressure the uh, manufacturers into doing something that they should have done in the first place. A key point you made, thousands and thousands of devices. Given the countless devices and endpoints the hospitals and other organizations as well typically have, how do you protect yourself through this kind of scale? Well, and this is one of the real problems, is that you have to have really good network management at, at, from a defender point of view, as well you have to have the proper defenses in place in order to deal with them when they're coming from the external to your own organization. And while the internal piece is something that is, you know, re requires some sort of management, the external piece, in a lot of cases, you have to rely on you know, third-party providers that can help you better protect your organization, simply because most organizations don't have either the bandwidth or the bench strength in order to counter these sort of threats. Dave, talk to me about cloud security solutions. Why are they now such an important component of overall security for healthcare organizations, and what challenges do these entities face in implementing the solutions? One of the things that with cloud security is that it scales. And the traditional idea of having a castle with a moat only can last so far. Eventually, the Visigoths are going to cut you off. And in when we flash forward to points in time like today, 
we really have that problem where the attackers leveraging things like IoT botnets can really launch massive scale attacks against um, various organizations, healthcare organizations, and they have to do a better job of protecting themselves simply because they can't scale on their own. So using cloud security cloud implementations, that helps them to scale rather quickly, and it allows you know, healthcare organizations to be more adept at responding to these sort of threats. Dave, talk to me a little bit about Akamai's cloud security solutions. What can you do for healthcare organizations specifically to protect against botnets and the related DDoS attacks? With regards to Akamai Solutions, we have our Kona Security Suite as well, well as a company called Prolexic that we bought a couple of years ago that allow us to be able to respond to the threats of today. IoT botnets are just one component of the distributed denial of service type of attack that is out there. And when you have a cloud security solution like ours that can scale massively, this is something that can really help provide you that guardian architecture to secure your organization. And the threats really are growing at a rather exponential rate. And it's unfortunate that it sounds like fear, uncertainty, and doubt, but unfortunately it's based on data. And the reality is they, these threats are growing. So having somebody partner with you like Akamai can help you better secure your environment and help better secure your patients and your medical records. Very good, Dave. I appreciate your time and your insight today. Thanks so much. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. The topic has been DDoS, IoT botnets, and healthcare. I've been speaking with Dave Lewis global security advocate with Akamai. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.